0: channel 10 (laughs) what's up channel 10 podcast listeners before we get into today's show we have to take care of some business first we need you to help support the podcast By going to iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, or wherever else you listen to the podcast and commenting, subscribing, rating, liking, favoriting, whatever it is that you can do, we need you to do it to help us get higher in the rankings. Also, don't forget to check out channel10podcast.com. You can leave us a comment there as well, and also you can check out our great back catalog of episodes. Also, at the website, you can click on the store link and Purchase great channel 10 podcast merchandise thanks for listening we appreciate your support hit us up anytime channel 10 podcast at gmail.com channel 10 podcast.com reach out on twitter instagram soundcloud facebook however you interact and We used to like that, CNN channel. Start 10. The show.
1: And Peace. we used to think the people would catch on. No but if you're not from queen, <laughs> if you don't got time, yeah. water, or whatever. <laughs> what up, <son? laughs> like, what? <laughs> I, I got to do it, yo. CNN. Yo, what up, man? Some different again. channels, son. Uh. What up, on, man? What up, watch the channel, son. Different plane now, man. So good. What up, all good, baby, In every we hood, world, son. What up, yo, CNN. Network, Channel 10. It's on again. Network. Street Never niggas is grown, man. Whoa, face. get in your face. Stay in place, yo. crime lace, cast more beef, the scar face, CNN, network. network, channel 10, it's on again. Street niggas, the scroll men. bow face, gather your face, stay in place, yo. Crime
2: Call is now being recorded.
0: Yo. 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 Welcome back to the channel 10 podcast. It is I, the almighty AR, in the building, and I'm alongside
2: Sin God Superior
0: and um we're here back with another episode uh currently waiting on our guest. hopefully he pops through um that would be true james uh from stone mecca and the wu-tang family but um in the meantime in between time he was just having a little off-air conversation about the hip-hop news of the day um so uh, it just came out that DMX was found in a parking lot, uh, unconscious, not breathing, and with no pulse. Now, um, they revived him, they said, and uh, Swiss Beat said he's in good spirits. But uh, there's a lot of speculation. You know, his camp is saying that it was a really bad asthma attack. And then, you know, DMX has been known to have issues with that. And, of course, there's the whole drug thing and um so, you know apparently someone said this is all hearsay but someone said that they saw him with a whole bunch of white stuff you know white powder and then um it was said that they used um what's that stuff that, that they use uh that cops carry around now when somebody's about to have an overdose and they give them this thing to re- to kind of stop it
2: Well, yeah i don't know the name of it
0: yeah but um now that's a lot of rumors and stuff going on about that, but um, you know, hopefully he is really in good spirits because when I heard that, man, it just made me sad, you know.
2: Yeah, I mean, I really, I really need to go back and um, you know, uh, I, like DMX is one of the artists that I really need to to revisit. Mm. Um, you know, I just, I just remember that. I, I don't know. I really only like rem- really remember his singles, but not like his album, cause his, like uh, as much as you do, for real. You know what I'm saying.
0: Yeah, I mean, his second album, I probably still know most of the words from that if it's playing. But um, I remember when DMX first came out on like on the radio, and you know they played the song. Um, I think it was Get At Me, Dog, and Chic uh, louch was on the hook. And back then, you know, nobody knew what the fuck a DMX was, so we thought it was a group.
2: But
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, then, you know, as time went on, we eventually found out, you know, about the Dark Man X. And, um, you know, his first album is classic. His second album is classic. His third album is pretty good. His fourth album had a couple of joints on there. Um, I think the album after that was the one that had hit him on the floor, get him, get him on the floor. I had a couple little joints on I think that's the one that had the song with Cameron on it that was dope. But, I mean, DMX, man, like, this dude was on a song just growling and making dog noises and sold millions of records.
2: <laughs>
0: like, that's just crazy. He ended up being a huge movie star. Like, the way people talk about Jay Z now—it wasn't no Jay Z, none of that. It was Dmx.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was. I mean, he really, uh, you know, put put forth that uh that blueprint.
0: And yeah, like two two platinum albums in less than a year, like.
2: Yeah, then he had like the Exit Wounds soundtrack out, and then he had uh, was it was it the uh the Great Depression at the same time?
0: I believe so. Yeah. Yep, The Great Depression. He had um the Cradle to the Grave soundtrack.
2: Oh, that's right, yeah.
0: Um you know, he was in the movie with Aaliyah. You know, he um and you know, I remember I read his book. I was either in middle school or high school and you know, his life is just crazy. And of course, you know, I kinda consider him to be a Baltimore M C. Um like I remember back in the day on MySpace, um you know where it has where you're from he had Baltimore on there and then more recently on one of the BET ciphers it said from Baltimore, Maryland and it had DMX
2: <laughs> oh it <dude>. did? yeah <laughs> you know I never I never paid attention to those BET ciphers since they've been around
0: oh you yeah. had oh man some of them are really good
2: like I mean they they kind of they're kind of like the freshman cover to me after a while you know like the first like three freshman covers were like important but now it's like eh
0: yeah, that's true. I mean, that's another conversation like sometimes I wonder do I not care about the freshman cover because it's not important or am I just old?
2: I mean, I don't I wouldn't say it's because you're old. I mean, you know, you you look on these blogs way more than I do and you're always, you know, giving me like the, you know, like the new shit I need to listen to. Yeah,
0: but I mean, but usually I'm behind. <laughs>
2: I mean, well, yeah. I mean, but after a while, I mean, I mean, you, you don't have time. Look, I mean, feel like this, like, I mean, there are people who sit around on blogs, as we know, and like just comment all day, and we don't have time for all that. That's true. <laughs> we yeah. have lives.
0: Yeah, and it's like there was a time. I remember there was a time in my life. It was before World Star Hip Hop is, you know, what it is. But there was a time when I I used to watch every video that came on World Star. Really, yep. Every single one, but I
2: was never a world star person.
0: I mean, this was before they started posting all that ratchet stuff. You know, after they started doing that and it turned into like a whole bunch of coonery and buffoonery, then I made it a point never to um, give that site any page views. <laughs>
2: <laughs> now, um, I guess if you don't mind, I remember. Um, what you did in 2013. Remember when you, you ripped that uh, that video off of Star because it was the only uh, site that had it and you put it up on yours? Oh,
0: yeah. I do remember that. Yeah, um,
2: what was that video again? Uh,
0: Russell Simmons has... What is it that he has? All Deaf Digital. And mm-hmm. um, they did some type of crazy skit about Harriet Tubman and a white man. And... um. Yeah I, yeah, I ripped it real quick and I threw it up on my Tumblr and on my <laughs> yeah. website uh, for Vegan Rap Nerd. Everybody check out veganrapnerd.com, veganrapnerd.org. Um, I got to do something with that soon, but yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> had to go to World Stars. I don't know if I've been on World Stars since then, actually.
2: Well, do you, uh, do you still have that video on your site?
0: I think it eventually got taken down because I had it on Tumblr. Um, it might still be there. I'm not even sure.
2: Yeah, I mean, I'm surprised you didn't. Um, I mean, do you still have like a, like a, a file for it on a hard drive or something?
0: I might, I might. I, I'd have to look for. I've been through so many computers <laughs> and true. hard drives and things.
2: So all you gotta do is is like redrop that, and it'll probably become like a topic again.
0: Yeah, and you know, I completely forgot about that until um. Russell Simmons was on one of these podcasts, and uh, he was talking about it. And you know, I guess his view of it was he thought, I mean, you you know, his platform he kind of lets people do what they do and create how they want to create. And you know, comedians are, are always pushing the envelope and pushing the boundaries. And a lot of people are just really sensitive. So, you know, sometimes when you're an artist and you're doing your artist thing um, and you have space to create, you know, some of your wild ideas might end up coming out and then you get that liberal backlash to it. But, I mean, I can't lie. It was, it was pretty bad.
2: <laughs> I mean, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I didn't really find it funny. I mean, it, I guess it's a, it's a certain way you got to do it. So maybe they just said they didn't have like the best comedians to do it. And And mind you, this is like really me just vaguely remembering
0: yeah me too but like you know there has to be some type of like editor sometimes or some type of voice of reason like okay you have a good premise now how can we develop this premise and make it something that's funny and you know i'm not a comedian or anything like that but you know i follow a lot of comedians and i kind of know their process that they go through and you know they might start off with a joke like even the top comedians you know even like a dave Chappelle. You know, sometimes they'll come to like a like a spot that has a whole bunch of, you know, up and coming comedians and lesser known people or maybe even some open micers. But, you know, they just come to like some low key, nondescript spot. And then, you know, whoever is on the bill, you know, the club will just pay them and then they just don't get to perform. And then that comedian like like Dave Chappelle, he'll show up and they'll just pay all the comedians and they won't ever take the stage and Dave Chappelle just goes and he works out his jokes and you work them out in front of an audience until you can perfect them and so you can, you know, put it on the special or put it out there for the public. So I think sometimes when you go straight from from conception, straight to consumer through YouTube, you you don't get that working out the joke process. It just comes right out like, bam, and it's not Mm -hmm. you know developed correctly
2: i mean i mean yeah you know i would say um at least arguably the same thing can probably be said about music period in that you know we have this platform where you know you can just drop anything whenever you want to and you know based on the podcast that we listen to um, some executives and even artists who are probably trying to turn into executives they complain about you know that is, there's like really no time at this at this point in moment at least to try to like try to like really to really mold the artist the way that it was some years ago, but at the same time, I mean, should you censor an artist? Should you said you should you censor a comedian? Yeah,
0: I mean, I think I think it's a it's a difference between censoring like it's like when I go back and listen to some of my songs that I did when I was in high school it's like it's a good thing you know, I didn't have an opportunity to just put them joints out you know
2: <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: and I think now you have people who just put anything out willy nilly whereas you know I think the artists that do have that grooming they end up being more successful in the long run like take J. Cole and Kendrick Lamar I mean like J. Cole was grinding for a long time before his album ever came out you know and Jay-Z even said, you know, it's going to be a slow run, but he's going to last for a long time. And then, you know, Kendrick Lamar, he went through a long grooming process. Like, you heard his name for years before anything really came out, you know, that was substantial. So,
2: I mean, yeah, but it still seems to me that they're, um, they that you know, all their projects as k Dot and as in early J. Cole, it was still based around what they wanted to do.
0: Yeah. That's true. I'm trying to think of an example. Like um let me think. Somebody who just kinda came out with some crazy stuff. Like like take a Mac Miller, right? <laughs> uh-huh. Like his first album, I didn't even really listen to it, but from what I hear, it was like some kind of poppy mess. And now his music is like More lyrical and thoughtful And you know, pretty dope And you know, he's still Selling his records and everything like that But he's not jumping out there with, you know It's like he's he's had that grooming process And luckily he was able to have it in public And not, you know, have his career ended
2: Yeah, I need to watch that fader documentary about him when i get the chance
0: oh the one about him being on drugs
2: yeah pretty much yeah that one yeah. <laughs> keep hearing about it so much and then he doesn't he doesn't say anything about it and i guess that's probably why so people can really get the full story out uh, through there
0: yeah um i mean speaking of grooming um i see ab soul is back to tweeting about his music not coming out and he's you know, warming the bench for TDE. <laughs> but, um, you know, he went on his little Twitter rant the other day and then Top Dog said, you know, you know, when it's your time to come out, that shit better be fire <laughs> or something like that, he said. So it's like, it's kind of a weird dynamic because he's, he's waiting and he's getting frustrated and venting it, but he seems like he's still, you know, down with the team and all that. So it's like you know, I think back in the day when you didn't have Twitter, you couldn't get those feelings out there for the public, and mm-hmm. you know those conversations are probably more behind closed doors, but it's kinda it's kind of cool in a way to see an artist go through it, but um, I
2: mean I mean, yeah, but this, and I think I think I've mentioned this I've mentioned this to you before is that um you know ab. Absol- He's not commercial, in the I guess you see what I'm saying. I I really can't see him putting out like a you know like, like that song with with uh, that that uh Kendrick Cap with Drake or you know I'm gonna be all right.
0: I mean, yeah, I I don't know. I mean, he does have his records like that one joint off his last one. Um, smoke some weed, nigga shake that asshole! remember that song um yeah like i think that i mean i think he does have a couple neo classics under his belt i think that's one uh, i think another one is um the joint that he did with danny brown with uh jane aiko on the um on the hook Mhm. the thing about him though is like he recycles shit so much but I kind of understand why he does it because he might say something when his fan base isn't that big and it's kind of dope so then he has to like say it again once he gets a little bit bigger
2: <laughs> well, I mean, well I mean at least he does that for a reason I mean you have people like War Cloud who just recycle everything <laughs> yeah, like half the time like I was uh, I was listening to like some some shit that I, I never, I thought I'd never listened to but then the, the first part of the song is like some shit that he said three years ago.
0: Uh-huh.
2: And I, I'm curious to know why he does that. I don't know. But, I mean, you know, like, uh, it's something about Ab Soul in that when he came out with the uh, pineal gland, it mm-hmm. just seemed as if he was in his element. It got, you know, I mean, it got like a lot of reception. It seemed to me, at least, got a lot of attention. And I feel like. That's what he's gonna get. He's not gonna be like a like a Jay like a Kendrick Lamar or, or Jay Cole.
0: Yeah, I mean to me he's he's like the the the, the in between between schoolboy Q and Kendrick. Um,
2: I mean yeah, I mean what yo, he wants to talk about chakras, man. Like, I mean no niggas don't wanna hear that shit in the club.
0: Talking about chakras and um <laughs> and 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 getting high off all kind of drugs and being ratchet like and the, and, and sometimes he does it all on the same song it's like he's uh, i guess he's trying to kind of find his balance in a way but what's interesting is um his last album i was like that the most but i think most people really like control system but i really don't like control system i mean that one song that he had though it's one of the saddest songs I've ever heard in my life. Um, what's it called? Like a story of Absol or something? The one where he's talking about, um what's her name? Uh the uh, the chick that killed herself.
2: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um did did that one have uh Janae Ico on it too singing?
0: I don't think so. Um Lori Joe, that's her name, yeah. Okay. But um But yeah, that's one of the saddest songs I've ever heard. <laughs>
2: You, you know it, it's so weird that, like how TDE and um and ASAP came came out came out around the same time.
0: Oh, you remember that that moment? One of the illest hip hop moments in the past couple of years was when it was um Summer Jam, Hot ninety seven Summer Jam, when Kendrick Lamar had like the whole TDE and the whole ASAP mob behind him. You remember that? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and they're like all like one crew. <laughs>
2: I mean, I really feel like they are, I mean, well, at least in, in the earlier stages, like two, three years ago, they seemed like one crew, because whenever someone, whenever someone came out with an album, at least two of the, you know, the, of the other side was on it. Yeah. Like, I, mean, I mean, like, Schoolboy Q and shit, like his, like, his habits and contradictions.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think, um, I think ASAP and, uh, Schoolboy Q were talking about doing a project together at one point, but, um, I see, ASAP is more into other things now, um, I was looking at Kanye's um, what was his Twitter account or something, and he had all these like fashion type pictures, and one of them said "photo taken by ASAP Rocky."
2: Mm-hmm. So I
0: guess he's I guess ASAP is doing <clears throat> photography for Kanye West or something. I don't know.
2: <laughs> oh yeah, well yeah, well um, Kanye talked to to TMC. It came out today, I think. Um, I think I got it off of Two Dope boys and um, he was talking to like to them about the album. It was in Manhattan somewhere, but then ASAP Rocky came out of nowhere. Mm. um out like out the same house place whatever it was but um you know like going back to you know TDE and um and, and uh and ASAP, the ASAP uh, I've noticed like a lot of times and like in their mixtapes or like you know real albums or whatever like that like the end of their album has like a whole bunch of you know like, like introverted like introverted reflective kind of like songs or whatever like that yeah and I would say like out do of like that whole like out of, like, that like that whole span from like let's say, um, ASAP Ferg album came out what, like 2011, 2012.
0: Damn, was that long ago?
2: It was a while ago now. Mm. Um, I was I would just say 2012 for right now. Like from t- from like 2009 to like 2012, you have like a lot of, like th- of this like reflective, um, music coming out. Uh, both camps and they were always out there like in the middle or toward the end so like you know cartoons and cereal or oh, was that wasn't good? even
0: on the project
2: i thought uh huh, that wasn't on habits and contradictions
0: Nah, that wasn't on any project you're talking about the joint uh cartoons and serious uh that's a song with um uh, kendra lamar and gunplay yeah 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 that wasn't on anything
2: oh no no all right all right i'm getting that i'm getting that confused with the uh like the last song off the of habits and contradictions you're where about, Ken- uh blessed yeah 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 yeah, like that one and then whenever i think of blessed i i go i go like up to like asap first album and i think of cocaine castle Mm, yeah
0: yeah
2: that is a really i mean it's dope like (laughs) i guess literally too but at the same time it's like a really sad song
0: yeah and then um even um isaiah rashad um when you listen to uh, Schoolboy Q's verse On the last song On the Sylvia demo um, And how he ended off What he said he talk, he, Like something of about his daughter He said um, Something about You know She's full of love And you full of liquor But you always be my nigga Yes you always be my nigga
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Like Yeah they do tend to do that And then J-Rock Was just going off on that too Like I guess that's the formula.
2: Yeah, probably. Well, I mean, well, since you, like, you really, like, bought, uh, Blessing My Attention, I guess, well, like, three years, like, I guess three years now, later, looking back on it, how do you feel about Kendrick's uh, flow now?
0: I mean, I, th- I, th- I think blessed was one of his illest flows ever. Like, it's one of them songs that came out too early, I think.
2: Like,
0: mm-hmm. like people people you know a lot of people their first experience here in kendrick is to pimp a butterfly and that's i mean i mean to pimp a butterfly is almost like his the love below like it's really not that hip-hop but like if you were to go back and listen to bless and like a lot of people don't mess with it but if you go back and listen to bless the way he he fit on those drums on that beat. It was, it was crazy. Like, if I was schoolboy Q, I'd be like, yo, how dare you do this to my song?
2: <laughs> That's this. the thing, though. That's the thing. I mean, people, people mess with the love below compared to, you know, Kendrick's album.
0: Yeah. I mean, Kendrick's album is like, uh, it's, this real artsy you know it kind of reminds me um did you ever listen to the Root's last album no uh, like his album like that shit is just out there like when you talk about art art music you know like weird art shit <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the Root's last album and I think a lot of that is Kendrick's album I mean You know, it's only two songs that I mean, I mean, well, a little bit more than two songs that that I think your general urban music listener can really vibe with. And that's all right. Um, The one he had, um, I Love Myself.
2: Oh, God, I hate that song.
0: Oh, that joint is rocking.
2: (laughs) It's too happy, man.
0: I mean that switch up was crazy. Like I mean I hated it when I first heard it, but I mean he was going off on that. But like he has I mean, on that song, he I mean on that album he just has like weird spoken word interludes and like parts where he just screaming and then like spoken word things in between songs that build like it's repeated but then it adds more to it every song and then like a huge two-pop interview at the end like you know it's it's not an easily digestible album
2: yeah i mean i i mean me personally i thought it was overdone in some parts but i'm not mad at it
0: I mean, I think he really pushed the boundary, and I'm, I'm curious to see what he's going to do next, because he did say that he has kind of the beginnings of an idea of what he wants to do next, but he's, I mean, he's kind of like outcast, I believe, to where, like, all his albums are going to sound different.
2: Well, I mean, you know, it's kind of funny, because I remember when, you know, after, after, Good, after Good Kid, Mad City... A lot of people were saying like, you know, can you really do another album at this point? <laughs> because he pretty much put his whole life story on one album. So what is he going to do after that?
0: Yeah, I mean, I was one of those people like, damn, like it's kind of like that Illmatic effect. Like, you know, where do you go from here?
2: I mean, well, I mean, he's still building, but I mean, even looking back at Nas, you know, like a lot of people will say that it was written was like they at that, like they're album compared to Illmatic.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, Lupe said that, but you know, me personally, my Nas album is Life Is Good. I think I can say that.
2: You really like that album that much? Yeah. Damn. <laughs> I don't think I. <laughs> I only like I, I like I fully listened to it to that extent, man. And but
0: I mean, I mean, Life Is Good is like Illmatic, just more fleshed out. It's like Illmatic from a grown man perspective where Illmatic, he was like in his, you know, he was a teenager.
2: I mean, I I don't know. I I think my album, I don't know, maybe like the, maybe for me at least the, uh, the nigga album, minus a whole bunch of songs.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I see. I thought you were going to say Lost Tapes. I was going to say you can't say Lost Tapes.
2: Oh yeah, well yeah, I know that. But I mean, yeah, but in a perfect world, I would say, I would say the Lost Tapes over Illmatic. I mean, he like he says certain things that other people, like nowadays, don't exactly still even say. I mean, they haven't exactly said yet.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he, you know, and, you know, and, you know, in a perfect world, my Nas album would be, um, I am Nostradamus, the bootleg, where it told a story from the beginning to the end. And like yeah. you can, and like you can kind of piece together what it was supposed to be through unreleased tracks and then some of the tracks that were on both of those albums, and like starts from his birth to his death. Because um, I think the intro was like the song with Slick Rick talking about the birth, and then the end was the fetus joint that was on um,
2: Lost Tapes.
0: Yeah. What? So my bad. I had it other way around. The end was the song talking about his death with Slick Rick, and in the beginning was fetus.
2: All right, so, uh, damn, I forgot. I forgot, <laughs> I forgot what, what I was going to say. I mean, well, I mean, well, what do you think? Of, what do you think about the uh, the
0: album? Um, I mean, I think it was good. I think it was an album for its time. I think that it didn't necessarily meet expectations, but. Just as a body of work itself. Um, I think it's quality. I mean I'm trying to think in my top mm-hmm. five. No, notes, no pun
2: intended, right? <laughs> you think it's quality? Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, I think I think that um I'm trying to rate. I'm trying to see my top my top Nas albums. If I would put "Life Is Good" in there, "Elmatic," "Stillmatic," um, oh yeah, can't forget. Um, what was the one? Uh, "God's Son." I think that's a great album. That's definitely slept on. Um, yeah, it might be like my fifth one.
2: I mean, it seems to me that you pretty much like every Nas album, for real. I do. I, I mean, mean,
0: I mean, I, I mean, what's really wrong with any Nas album? I mean, like, what Nas album doesn't have classic records on it?
2: Nostradamus has only had like one record that I, I can really think of—the one and the one, in, the one with, with the like the the.
0: Uh, with the Christmas beat.
2: Yeah, the, yeah, the Christmas beat—that like the the same thing that I, I feel like. I always thought a dip set Christmas will really do, but it never did. I'm so pissed
0: uh, about that. I mean, Nasher had God Lover's Hood niggas because on the cross was the crook nigga. Like, come on. He had, um... That, that
2: was God wasn't it?
0: No, nah, that was on Nasher oh, wow. Um, he had the joint. I think it was like the first song, maybe, or like second song on a DJ Premier beat that was Ill, which nobody ever talks about. Um... What else was on there? Um, so I gotta pull it up. He had um,
2: the joint with genuine on it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, I didn't think that was bad. He was on MTV talking about pay me black, like uh, pay me back like forty eight Gets blacks. Um, let, me, let me pull up Nas no, on Apple Music. Uh,
2: Damn, you really use Apple Music like
0: that? I mean, I, I actually don't. Like, I don't use it enough. I I use it for Beats 1 sometimes. Um, and, you know, certain things like the Drake joint that might come out, or like Futures um, album, which isn't on anything else but Apple Music.
2: You don't remind me.
0: Uh, let's see. <laughs> hey, man, you gotta get down with the program. Um
2: I thought I was, man. I fi- <laughs> I figured I would just go to Apple Music, use your account, call it a day. But no, it didn't it didn't work out that way. <laughs> and I, I I had I had to I had to find something to do so I could listen to the shit.
0: Oh, you know my um. See, my password is different because you got to do different stuff for that. I'll, I'll figure it out and I'll, and I'll let you know.
2: <laughs> I mean, yeah, but I mean, but still, you, you still have to download iTunes, which I refuse to do. Oh, I
0: mean, I mean, you can get it on your phone and your tablet. Whoa, can you get it on your tablet? I don't think I get it on my tablet, but you can get it on your phone.
2: Man, I'm struggling with space right now on my on my phone, man. I, I just got Google Music back to, to working based yeah. on my space.
0: Yeah, I I just put that 32 gig um, SD card in my main entertainment phone. So, um, damn, I forgot about a lot of shit. I forgot about, you know, I've never listened to uh, uh, QB's Finest, like, in its entirety.
2: Mm -mm. I think I had once. How was it? I, mean, I wasn't mad at it, but I'm trying to remember if, um, if QB's Finest, like the uh, the joint that was on CNN's The Reunion album, if that was also on that that album, that compilation.
0: Are you talking about Queen's Finest?
2: Yeah, Queen's Finest. Yeah. Uh,
0: well, let's see. Hold up. I just had it. No, it's in Queensbridge album. I don't think it was on there. No, it wasn't. Hmm.
2: I feel, like it, I, I feel like I feel like I feel like that song That song is connected To that uh, Compilation I yeah, you know
0: I mean I mean QB Was on a definite run During that time Hold <laughs> on oh, no, Nostradamus Alright so Oh yeah Life We Chose That was dope Project Windows Come and get me I think Well the a joint With our DJ Premier Let's I see Yeah so my guns don't
2: bust away. niggas with names remember this
0: so uh no vaguely ain't like that was dope um shoot him up of course oh last words uh god loves hood niggas even big girl a lot of people i think um jay-z said something like is it big girl or is it shorty or you for ice God love us, niggas. I like this song. Um, Visit a, the song. Oh, that wasn't a good song. But yeah, yeah, I get a couple little classics on this one. Uh, I am. Yeah, New York State of Mind Part Two, Hate Me Now, which is like one of the best commercial rap records ever to me. Uh, yeah, he has some classics on here.
2: Well, see, well, you know, this, this is, a, this is like the thing about Jay Z and us. To me, ironically, they both suffered from really bad production throughout most of their careers.
0: <laughs> but why does, why does nobody ever talk about it with Jay Z?
2: I don't know, man. But like, Volume One and Volume Two. They, would, they had some bad, like, really bad production, and I'm just like, uh, it really sounds like he just got, got like, a teenager and just, just had him start banging on the keyboard and saying certain parts of old, some of those volumes. He did. No, Swiss Beach, yeah, but even outside of that.
1: What's
0: this? Volume 2.
1: They got money, man. <laughs> oh, man. Here you huh? go. Over. <laughs> yeah. die, nigga. y'all will y'all ride How many of y'all won't ride
0: the oh, y'all down to die? Y'all ride y'all down to die? Sound like he just did his best rendition of a Tupac hook.
1: Ride or die, nigga. How many of y'all wanna ride tonight? How many y'all down to die tonight? How many of y'all wanna ride tonight? Ride or die, nigga. Hey, y'all? Fuck y'all, niggas. I crush y'all, rush y'all with the force drawn and I touch y'all, plus y'all. Little motherfuckers ain't ready for war. I seen your team in the crisis before. What I got? Same rules apply. Don't try to switch up your style. you niggas is
2: punked out, and that's plain as eye. Much better than you. Yeah. I mean. I mean, I don't know. I, and whenever I think about Jay Z, I mainly think of these these kinds of things. I mean, he had reasonable doubt, but then when he became bigger, ironically enough, he just went to straight sucky ass beats.
0: I mean, that was that was a trend because you gotta think like even with Jay Z and with Nas, it was like by the time their second albums came out, it was a whole new era in hip hop. <laughs>
2: I mean, it was man, but Trick Daddy, a lot of these Southern people, like looking back on it, they had better beats than them. It's either that, or they, or they just didn't fit on on the beats that that uh, that they chose, you Nas know, and Jay Z.
0: I mean, that's the thing about the South. I think the South always had dope production. People just slept on it because the South were the first ones to really incorporate live instrumentation. And so like when you go back and listen to like some old UGK or something like that, you know, you know, they got live instruments on there. Yeah. Like, like, you know, certain things can't compete. So, you know, I think I think Swiss Beats, you know, to his credit, he was the first one to really bring that that Southern style up north. Um, like that song Down Bottom off Rough Riders Volume Two. man, that's still a classic. I mean I mean, you know, even Baltimore was kind of built off that, you know, with the club mix. Mm-hmm. But, um... <clears throat> I
2: don't
0: know, like... Yeah, there's a lot of... There's a lot of whack songs on these on these first couple Jay-Z albums. Money. Like, some of these... It's like some of these beats were kind of whack when you really listen to them, but... They were able to make the song better Like this Like Just listen to the beat Like He got like the That's like the sound from Home Alone On Second Genesis When You slip <laughs> I think the difference On Volume 3 Was he had Timbaland And you know Going back, you know, I remember I was sitting there listening to that album. I didn't realize how much Timberland really did on there, but he did a lot.
2: Man, Jay Z didn't start to become good to me until the Blueprint.
0: I see, I didn't like the Blueprint. I still don't really like the Blueprint. It just sounds like he just is just freestyling through it and just trying to sound like it's from the heart, which you know maybe it is, but you know. <laughs> When they say that he did that, like like the, the the bulk of the album in a weekend, yeah, it sounds like it. Like it's just like yo, I got these hot beats, I just gotta say some shit on them because they are just so hot.
2: I mean, you know, I mean, yeah, but, uh, I mean, at least for me, it's, I guess, American Gangsta is my favorite Jay Z album to this day. Yeah and then it would probably be the blueprint and then probably reasonable though
0: I like the blueprint three man
2: I couldn't get with
0: it I mean he just sounds so angry and bitter and just the beats are hard and he's just saying whatever about whoever and
2: <laughs> I think that was my issue that he just it sounded it sounded like he was trying too hard
0: I mean he sounded like he was really hurt Like, about um, what? (laughs) About people just talking about him bad, like Beanie Siegel and people like that. Because remember, that was around that time. And, like, you can tell, like, a lot of that stuff is kind of directed at Beanie. And, like, you know, maybe even Cameron and some people.
2: Well, at least most of them made up.
0: No. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, it's funny because. Who was it? Man, who would I listen to recently? Um, it was somebody I listened listening to on a podcast. And they were talking about how, like, you know, growing up, they just wanted to be on Rockefeller Records. Like, that's just what you wanted to do.
2: <laughs> oh, Freeway? not Freeway. That's too early.
0: No, it was somebody who ended up being on something else. Hold up. Maybe it was a Rat radar joint. But it's like... You know, Rockefeller had it on lock in so many different ways. Like even even Freeway has so many different hits.
2: I mean, but they did, but no one sold records outside of Jay Z for real. That's that's the funniest thing about Rockefeller.
0: Yeah, I think the only people to go platinum outside of Jay was Cameron, the Young Guns, and Kanye.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it's not a lot. I mean, and if, and if I'm not mistaken, I think it took the Young Guns like a while to go platinum.
0: Yeah, with Grammy and it was a dope ass album. That first Young Guns album.
2: Yeah, I mean it was. I mean, I was I was like really disappointed by the second one.
0: Yeah, I couldn't really get through the second one like that.
2: Yeah, they, they were partying too much, and I I like, wasn't PD Craig. He was on like one song, and I was just like really upset about it.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think that's probably when Jay-Z, I mean, not Jay-Z, Just Blaze probably got a little busy. <laughs> it's like, that that album, you know, I was like, oh, that's why Just Blaze is so dope. And then, you know, going back and listening to Freeway's first album, it's like, oh, snap, like, you know, he got some joints on here, too. Then you go back and you listen to Memphis Bleak's albums and he got some joints on there, too.
2: I mean, yeah, man. I don't, man. People like they always overlook Memphis Bleak, man.
0: Like you can't sleep on Bleak. Like he he got some joints, and then like whenever you get Bleak, Jay Z and um and Beanie together, like that song, um,
2: Marcyville?
0: I wouldn't even gonna say that, but that's one Uh-oh. of them. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Marcyville that song Hypnotic it's like 6 minutes and it's just so chill
2: mm. like hold wish. what album was that off of
0: I don't even know Um,
2: I, th- I wanna say The Dynasty but I, th- I think I'm wrong No,
0: nah, that wasn't on The Dynasty Uh, it was either on the Memphis Bleak album or Beanie Sigel album I think I always think it was on Memphis Bleak's album but I think it was on I think it was on The Reason mm. let me see uh, nope it's not on the reason but speaking of Beanie Siegel you know I really don't like the truth
2: well the truth hurts man <laughs> like, I like
0: I like I like some songs off of it but I think you know that was that era of that crazy ass production and you know I know it's sacrilege to say you don't like the truth I love Beanie Siegel and he does have some good records on here but Um, You know, I like the reason, but of course, you know the becoming—that's his magnum opus.
2: Yeah, I mean, he—I mean, he really came into himself on the uh, becoming.
0: Yeah, like, man, that's that. We talk about that Rockefeller music.
2: (laughs) Yeah, and that's the thing. Like when they were um, talking with him about uh, Purple Rain and everything like that, and his uh, and his usage of Purple Rain i got kind of uh annoyed because i forgot to ask you know schoolie d about that
0: yeah
2: because um yeah you remember that uh that um the interview that uh oh uh how was his name omelio sparks had um on vlad tv like maybe like five years ago now six years ago
0: oh yeah he was uh saying that that's the thing in philly right
2: well, yeah, but then even like more specifically, he was talking about beans and how how beans be grooving,
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> and like he got, he kept telling like Val, like he kept telling Vlad like you don't understand like he really be grooving out here like he be gone.
0: <laughs> That's how he got caught up.
2: I mean, yeah, but you know, I think knowing knowing the drugs that that an artist use uses kind of puts the music in perspective yeah. I would
0: say I mean Schoolie D did say that
2: oh yeah he did say that now off of all we know he was probably you know doing that but we don't know now Man, we don't know if he'll get him back on anytime soon yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know Schoolie D where you at How at us
2: <laughs> yeah but I mean I'm excited for a new Beanie album I would say I feel like he's hungry and you know.
0: Yeah, you know. I mean, it's gonna be. It's gonna be definitely an adjustment with the voice.
2: I mean, I really feel like I. I really feel like the voice fits him though.
0: Hold up, man! This incense ain't blowing out. It's like a big ass fire. Okay, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> it does fit him, but I don't know. It's. It's like. You know his his uh. His range isn't as uh, robust as it uh, once was, but
2: I mean well. Yeah, I mean well. Oh, well, you know, I guess we'll never see another state property movie based on his range, but
0: you know, yeah. Man, we need some more um, some more peyote crack. We need some. We need a lot of stuff, man. <clears throat>
2: maybe we maybe we can get him on. I mean, or even beans for real, because. You know, I mean, of course, they didn't really go into his childhood and everything like that, if he's willing to even do that.
0: I think we reached out to Petey to Crack before. Oh, I don't recall. That seems like something we would have done.
2: I mean, but I don't know. I, know. I I reckon he's busy now, though. Doing what? What? Um, you know he's, he's on tour with you know say property they, they do tours every here and there
0: oh yeah 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 man, I just remember man I used to go to the flea market and every time I saw a new PD crack mixtape I had to get it <laughs> like his i mean his music is just so infectious but jay z was just saying you know that guy's crazy and keep him away from me
2: <laughs> I mean yeah I mean I mean, Jay always knows from the PD cracks to the Fifty Cents.
0: <sighs> yeah, I mean, that was so funny. Like, was it Jay Z? He was like, "Yo, I told him that Fifty Cent was coming. Y'all gotta <laughs> get on your grind." Like, <laughs>
2: yeah,
0: yeah. You way know Fifty Cent puts it. Jay knew I was coming. That's why he quit. <laughs>
2: I mean, I believe that. (laughs) I mean, Jay is a a businessman for real, so I'm pretty sure he probably did that.
0: Yeah, Jay probably could not have withstood 50 Cent. Like, because you got Eminem and Dr. Dre behind that, Jimmy Alvin. Like, you got the Interscope monster, like. Then you got Lloyd Banks, like, you know, back when they were all together as a unit, like, you had Lloyd Banks, you had Buck, like, he's, these are not people you want to play with. Like, Smoking Section had a um, post recently, I meant to um, send it to, and they had, like, this old 50 Cent, like, like it was this old G-Unit song, and they said something about 50 Cent first, like, yo, remember 50 Cent you used to sound like this? And like fifty cent was just I mean, it was just ridiculous how ill it was. Like
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. And now he now he does he now he does shows at BB Kings.
0: <laughs> but I mean, yo, know, his music is ill. Like his kanan mixtape, you know, it's like he's hungry.
2: I mean he is, but I mean I I feel like his name, you know, puts, puts a stigma on him.
0: i mean i don't know like i always rock with 50 like and you know i can always see where he's coming from like when people say he's single-handedly dismantled new york hip-hop and then you know he was like yo nobody wanted to deal with me like I I couldn't get a deal in my city. Everybody turned their back on me. You know, a white boy from Detroit had to come get me. And then when I started popping, all y'all want to do songs and get all together and stuff. Man, fuck all 'all. (laughs) y'all.
2: I mean, yeah, yeah, I can't blame them. I mean, and also, I mean, it's hard to think like nowadays is that, you know, Lloyd Banks went like what, double, triple platinum. But he went double platinum and then Game went like triple platinum.
0: No, Game went five times platinum.
2: God damn.
0: And that's just domestically. Nigga, Game sold a lot of records. I mean, even though Game isn't what he once was, the documentary 2 and 2.5, which came out within a week of each other, sold pretty well.
2: Mm.
0: And real talk game is one of those people like you can't really name or actually you can name only like one whack game album and i don't even think he considers that to be an album like game you know he really like he's one of those artists that really had to earn my respect because i remember back on them who kid mixtapes he would always be at the end with some whack ass song but like when the album came out I guess us being on the East Coast, we didn't really get his impact. I was like, yo, why is this guy just so popping?" But the album was dope. Second album was pretty good. The third one I thought was slept on. Like He had a lot of dope-ass albums. And then he had all these mixtapes. I mean, he has a lot of material out there. He does. He got that Perp and Patron mixtape, which is two discs. Then he got like the Perp and Patron... Joint that came out after the two discs, like the week after, which was like the leftover tracks. So we had a couple of joints on there. Like, some of those mixtapes have banging songs on there, or songs that were supposed to be on the album, but they didn't catch, but they were actually singles. Like, um, that joint he got in the Phantom, he got joints with Akon, he got joints with Nas. These are like mixtape cuts. Like,
2: <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I mean, Game is... He's still like one of those people that I have yet to like really, really get into. Sometimes he just doesn't... He doesn't hit my ear right.
0: And like... I don't know. To me, the things that people criticize Game for are the things I think makes him a dope MC. Like... You know, he gets criticized for having a lot of features. And then on every song, he sounds like the person he's featured on. But his name is Game. Like he's like the Shang Shun of of <laughs> of, of hip hop. Like, who do you know can get on a song with somebody and just mimic their flow like that? And just that's kind of his thing that he does. And he never even like it's never put out there. Like he never says that this is what he does. But he put him on a song with Raekwon. He rapping like Raekwon. Put him on a song with Nas. He rapping like Nas. Put him on a song with Jeezy. He rapping like Jeezy. Put on some amigos. He might get a little amigos flow to him. Like, you know, that's skill that's to me.
2: I mean, yeah, it is. But then I guess at the same time, people want to see game for game, which I guess essentially they have seen from the documentary to 2.5 in the first one.
0: Yeah, I mean, well, I wouldn't say the first one. I mean, you know, 50 Cent was uh, heavily influenced in there. But. I do think that um he did say his next album isn't going to have any features, and it's going to be entirely produced by one producer who did a bunch of beats on the documentary 2 and 2.5. I forget his name, but um, that'll be well, interesting. That,
2: yeah, that should be really interesting. And, you know, and speak, speaking of a one producer album, I'm really excited for the Currency and Alchemist joint that's supposed to be coming out soon.
0: Oh, I didn't even hear about that.
2: Oh, yeah, man. They, they've been talking about it for the past month.
0: Yeah, I mean, currency is one of them dudes, man. He got so much stuff out, I I can't keep up with it. But
2: yeah, <clears throat> I mean, I can't either, man. But shit, I mean, if, if it's a currency and alchemist joint, man, like I'm all for it, man. Like that, that or uh, that covert Coop.
0: Yeah, that
2: shit is so that shit was. Ill. I mean, I think it's was, it was probably like the like one of the best albums that I heard. um what like 2011, 2012, whichever year it came out, of, whichever year it came out in.
0: I still, you know, I skimmed through it. I still gotta delve deep into it. Um, I mean, any any album that Alchemist produced, uh, you know, a lot of times really dope. Like Action Bronson, the joint he did with Action was dope. And um, who else? Oh yeah, the woman Prodigy. Pssh.
2: Yeah, and then that no one talks about.
0: No one talks about. It. I mean, and then I even went back and finally listened to the other one, that the, the uh, Pimp one. Um, what was Return it? the Mac? Yeah, that's dope too. Like I like that album. Um, and uh, Evidence on Alchemist, I haven't really gotten at them like that. Or um, oh no, and Alchemist. Like, Alchemist is so versatile. Like, you know, he just does shit with anybody and just kills it.
2: Well, I'm waiting for him to come out with like a with, with like a trap song.
0: Does he have one? I think he. He might have him on the low. You know, I think a lot of these people do. I think they might come out with uh, other names and come out with, like, trap-type stuff. But he probably does. I mean, Green Lantern is doing it. He's dope with it.
2: What, well, she um, has? Yeah. I had no idea.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Green Lantern got some shit. Mm. But, but um, I miss... I miss the era of the Green Lantern mixtapes. Like... Some shady records, volumes one and two, like the live on arrival, the fire in my heart, the Pat Poose. That's crazy. Like, you know, having a girlfriend, you know, you get subjected to a lot of love and hip hop, and um, it's crazy to see certain people the way that they are now. <laughs> yeah, like yo, Pat Poose. Like, no, no. I mean, it's. It's very respectable. Like, he's not. It seems like he's going out of his way too much to not be ratchet on that. Like, he's just all about what he wants to do for Remy. Like, you know, he, he rented out some type of castle so they could have a real wedding. And then she decides that she doesn't want to do it after he already put down the deposit for it because it's going to be too cold. And, and, like, he's complaining about it behind the scenes, but then he's like, it's all good to her. And she's like, yeah, you know, we're going to do something else, but we still got the keys to the castle.
2: <laughs> I'm surprised this nigga even has money like that to, to, to be getting castles and shit.
0: I mean, he does seem real hurt. He was like, I already put down the deposit.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, it seemed like it took a hit. But I mean, you know, somebody like Pat Foose, I remember one time back when his career seemed like it wasn't really doing too well I saw some random video of him performing in some country with like thousands of people just just a sea of white people (laughs) and I was like oh that's what he's doing
2: I mean yeah I mean but you know we've had this like even when he was like mixtape Pat and we always talked about whether or not you know he was going to you know maintain his, his relevancy because it really didn't seem that way based on the, the commercial impact of a lot of Southern music. At
0: Hello? Yo. Yo. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. You said it didn't seem that way based off the commercial impact of the Southern music at that time?
2: Uh, yeah, at that time. And then, you know, especially when T.I. came out and then when he, especially when he partnered with Just Blaze for uh, the Rihanna joint, it was a wreck so yo, you know just
0: blaze and ti like on another note yo they i mean they make a lot of dope records together
2: i only recall that one song i mean they made more
0: yeah and that same album just blaze did like the intro to it um i'm talking to you jump down talking about oh man that pfft. man that ti album that was that was a dope ass album like that was a very well, I mean, that album was real political. Like, that was, I'm trying to show I'm a good person because I'm about to go to jail right now. But it was, it was very well put together. And I know he had some songwriters helping him. Like, that one song that he had, um, I forgot who wrote it. Um, that big single that he had, um, shit, what was it? Now I got to pull it up. I don't even remember what the goddamn album was called. And then he had to join Common and Pharrell. Um, hold up. He, uh, oh, yeah, Whatever You Like. I don't think he wrote that. Um, well, you know, I know he didn't write that. There's a paper
2: trail. That was the one that had swagger like us on it, right?
0: Yeah, yo, hear a lot of songs on this Oh, here's a joint uh, Oh yeah, 56 bars, the intro uh, Let's see Just Blaze did at least a uh, Didn't
1: do that one. For the hell of it. Hell oh man the shit, I'm a I don't
0: think Just Blaze did that one Was it 56 bars
2: like they did? I mean, I'm pretty sure that he didn't read really a lot of that shit
0: my, 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 hold up.
1: Hey, Jill, you know
0: the ocean. Sh- this blaze another song on here. I'm pretty sure. Bro,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. before the hell of hey, this, come to reach. To sell a brick again, must I tell a bitch again? I like store... yeah.
0: hey. no, no matter what, get, 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 get. oh, every chance I get. What is this?
1: Real talk, true story. Uh-huh. What is
0: this one? now he did another song i know he did he Ain't missing nothing collect call maybe it wasn't this album
2: yeah, i mean i get his albums mixed up
0: but um yeah ti like i remember i used to ride around listening to um to trap music like he had some records on that first album he had to join me with Beanie Man. Um, I think Gene redid that one. Fuck with us, you get a shot. <laughs> mm. But,
2: yeah.
0: Even T.I.'s new EP that recently, well, not recently came out, but it came Oh, you know what? It was on King. It wasn't on the new one. He did, uh. No
1: don't more hand clap still. Yeah, it's just Blaze it right here. Ass, Just
0: please Just please Sit. You ready? Alright, homeboy Here we go
2: Uh-oh I'm good playing We're Remember out this? Sports. I can't catch that But I can
0: make an example I don't Uh I mean vaguely And then he did the um, He did the intro I believe King back Let
1: me skip for a little bit. Mm.
0: Yeah, that's right. TI had the King album. Then he was about to go to jail. That's when he, that's when he came with the other joint. Oh yeah, I'm straight with BG and Young Jeezy. Yeah, Kang came out around the same time. I remember I remember this so clearly. It came out around the same time as the Carter 2. Cause that was my freshman year at Howard. And it was after Jeezy's first album and Kanye's second album, I believe. Yeah. Cause I remember when I first went to Howard, when you walked around, you just heard Jeezy's first album, and I remember me and my home girl we went to go get Kanye's second album, and then I remember my roommate was from Atlanta, and I remember having having debates over Ti versus Lil Wayne, uh, King versus the Carter Two, and all that. And Carter Two is still my favorite Wayne album. Well, it's one of my favorite Wayne albums. I think a lot of these Wayne albums that that people don't really pay attention to are really good. But yeah,
2: hmm. I mean, I think uh, at least for me, I am not a human being. Yeah, but the first one is the probably well to me it's his best one.
0: Yeah, that was a that was an Ill album. I, you know, I probably had to agree with you on that
2: one. Yeah, and then I mean, mixtape-wise, probably no ceilings. I would
0: have to agree with you, but I do really like to squad-up mixtapes as oh, well. Oh uh, God what you say oh god for
2: i mean i mean it it is i don't know man like it just didn't have any kind of guidance like i don't know
0: i mean to me the squad up mixtapes were the definition of mixtapes because it was like it sounded like somebody was just djing some beats and blending them you know and transitioning them and he was just rapping over them just straight through
2: I don't know. Maybe I well maybe I need to go back and listen to these squad up mixtapes because
0: and see I think I think him, I mean yeah I think you're right. It didn't have any type of guidance. I think that's what kind of made it dope. And I think I think no ceilings was like was like kind of going back to that format a little bit, but like mm. polishing it up a little bit.
2: Yeah, well I mean I gotta uh maybe I need to go back and listen to that because apparently that's what that's when Wayne was hungry. Mason what people tell me so
0: yeah I mean oh true James just hit me back what do you say he said hey man is it too late
2: no uh, how, <laughs> how do you feel
0: I mean we might as well I mean this is like an episode right here so we got one in a bag we might as well just just get him man because I do want to talk to him
2: all right cool all right well how about we just end this and we can break and then go back to go to true James.
0: Okay, sounds like a plan. Uh-huh. Uh, so let me just text True James back. Um, get Replenished. Get replenished with the with the incense and in, in the in the uh, everything else that we are dealing with. I got my success oil. Shout out to my girl, straight from the new age store. You know, I, you know, I rubbed the success oil on my microphone and my and my laptop,
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: so I can be real successful. You know what I'm saying? It's been a very successful day. It's been a very successful week. And, you know, uh, we'll be back real soon feel with uh, it's True it's James.
1: Well, Peace. Yeah, Peace. man. Yo, what up, man? On on different again. channels, son. What up? Hold on, man. What up? Watch the channel, son. Different plane now, man. So all good. What up? All good, baby. In every hood, son. What up, yo- CNN network channel 10. It's on again. Street niggas, that's grown men. Full face, get in your face. Stay in place, yo. Crime lace, catch more beef than face CNN network channel 10. It's on again. Street niggas, that's grown men. full face, get in your face. Stay in place, yo. Crime lace, catch more beef.